All right, team. It's another playbook Friday. I am Bradley Saucer at Vsauce96 with Reagan Parent at Reagan Parent17 and Mason Dunn at Mason underscore tireman69 or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, not 100% sure. It's Mason underscore Dunn and D51. 51. I changed it to Piggy's Reggie. All right. All right. All right. Perfect. We love that. Um, we love. Uh, well, we, we love a week where uh, I come off winning. That's what I love, uh, obviously, just myself. Um, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to hit Mason's new total for the season. Uh, came in here, guns a-blazing, and uh, he's uh, he's still definitely reigning supreme for the whole season-long deal. But uh, I went plus 490 last week. I think uh, – who did I have? So Xfinity Series, I had Creed top three. Creed finally hit for me. He's off my shit list. Uh, yep. I had um, – I think Kozlowski – I think I had Kozlowski top – Three. You hit all your top threes. You had a host of our top three, a Creed top three, and a Keselowski top three. Perfect. Yeah. So that's all. I hit all that uh, for uh, a nice $490 profit, bringing my total back uh, closer to the two grand mark for the season, uh, $1,950. Reagan went minus 900 for a new total of $778, and Mason went minus 550 for a new total of $5,550. Um, so uh, good, good for. Well, Mason for still having that number. Uh, Reagan, uh, Reagan got skunked on the whole weekend. That's a tough one, bud. Infinder helped me with that Chase Elliott. If he could have gotten one more spot, that would really put me a little bit better. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I, I think it, it's all right, Reagan. I think I did that two weeks ago. So um, it's a new uh, week. We, we, we all made have. up. We made up for it with the Oxford two fifty pool coming top three in Mike Rainville. So we did have some profit on the weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, I also won our race pool um, with a with a solid nineteen total spot with a with three drivers. So I didn't win uh, the Rainville one; just uh, just missed that one. I think with at least one of my entries. But um, yeah, Reagan uh, Reagan definitely made a little bit of money last weekend with that. So, um, but it's a new weekend. Like I mentioned, we're on to Darlington, which uh, I'm excited that I'm working all weekend because this is one of the one weekends that you're going to want to sit around the TV and probably watch the race. So. Um, going into Darlington, I uh, got some uh, notable entries here. Uh, you got Kyle Bush in the 10, you got Kyle Larson in the 17, you got the 19 is going to be Denny Hamlin this week, the 24 Corey Heim and the 91 is uh, Ross Chastain last weekend at Daytona. Justin Augier picked up the win over Sheldon Creed, Daniel Hemrick, Parker Kligerman and Cole Custer, uh, Darlington in 2022. Noah Gregson picked up the win over Sheldon Creed, AJ Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier, and Kyle Larson. Uh, and they did they race earlier in the spring here? Yes. I was trying to remember to pull that in the notes. Um, I, I got it uh, here in a second. So William Byron picked up the win. Uh, I hope that that should have been in the 17, car. correct? Oh, nope. That was the wrong series all to begin with. So Ooh. Ooh. that's tough. That was a it cup was Larson series. in the 17. Tough. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, in, the so 10, I, in the 10. Sorry. I remembered one of them won that uh, earlier this year. Yeah. So, so Larson won that one over uh, Allgaier, Custer, Hill, and John Hunter Nemechek. Um, so, going off of uh, last year's, though, with the, obviously the climate and everything being a little bit different uh, this time of year, my average running position in that race, Noah Gregson, two. Uh, I think Justin Allgaier had, Justin Allgaier had a, Uh, a little bit less than a two. Sheldon Creed, four. Ty Gibbs, five. Austin Hill, Brandon Jones, six. 
Uh, Christopher Bell, 9. A.J. Armendinger, 10. Uh, quality passes, John Arnimacek, Sam Mayer, Josh Berry, Dick Stompton. Uh, fastest laps in the race, Noah Gregson, 24. Kyle Larson, 22. Christopher Bell, 14. Sheldon Creed, 12. Uh, Noah Gregson led the most laps, 82 of them. Sheldon Creed, 47, though. Uh, Justin Augar, 7 or 12. Um, and Jones had three. Uh, and then Mason's metric top top 10. Uh, Sheldon Creed comes in at a 5.27. Justin Allgaier has a 5.90. Daniel Hemrick at 10.33. Parker Kligerman at 10.63. Sam Mayer, 12.93. Josh Berry, 13.03. Austin Hill, 13.53. Sammy Smith, 14 flat. Chandler Smith, 14.63. And John Hernimacek, 15.03. Uh, pass winners in the field. Allgaier has two. Custer and Jones have both won one of them. Um, that's a that's a pretty surprising Mason's metric top ten. I feel like. I guess you have to add uh, the three Reiners to that list because, of course, I when I when I put that pass winners together, that was based on Infinity full timers. We know Larson's won. I'm pretty sure Hamlin's won. I don't know if Kyle Busch has won in the Xfinity Series at Darlington. Kyle, but... Kyle Busch has won one race since 2020. Uh, yeah, he has. Oh, no, sorry. No, he finished second. He's won, raced once. He's finished second. Uh, Kyle Larson, like you mentioned, obviously won earlier this year. Um, and, yeah, Justin Augar has two. Other than that, Noah Gregson, Chase Briscoe. This is all based on the races since 2020. Um, and Brandon Jones has one as well. Hamlin uh, has five Xfinity wins at Darlington. Yeah. In 14 he, starts. Yeah. And I believe so. That is, that's a stellar stat, right? Denny Hamlin, uh, obviously really good. Um, Going to be one of my picks this weekend. Not for the Xfinity series, though. Um, his last Xfinity series start was 2021. He led 43 laps and he finished 12th. Um, and this was, and I believe it was at Darlington. So it's been two years since he made an Xfinity Series start, which did not seem correct. Uh, but I did look that up when, when it would make sense why Chris Bell was racing last year. Um, but yeah, um, so Larson, uh, basically, I if, if I had to pick between those two ringers, was I wrong in that? Did Hamlin run? You're right in 21. Hamlin won in 19, but was DQ'd. So technically yeah. he's crossed the line six times in first. Oh, if you want to get technical, yeah. So I, I had basically Hamlin versus Larson as as a pick, uh, not not a pick, just kind of a stat. Um, obviously, the nineteen car has been solid. I mean, you can never count out Denny Hamlin. You can never count out Kyle Larson, and he's obviously been solid in his Xfinity Series starts. So um, Larson's raced twice this year: one in the spring here at Darlington, finished top five both races. Should have won Sonoma too. Uh, that was obviously where I think he just wheel hopped and almost drove it straight into the fence somehow. Um, but yeah, you know, if I if I had to pick between the two, um, I would be I'd be leaning Kyle Larson, and uh, I do think that one of those Cup guys is going to win the Xfinity Series race, and I don't think it's going to be Denny Hamlin or Kyle Busch. So I will unfortunately go with uh, go with the favorite plus one eighty, nothing to write home about. But Kyle Larson, I think, is going to be I think he's going to be a force out there. I think he's going to dominate the race. Reagan, who'd you have? I was kind of torn between Larson and Hamlin. I just 
Larson was good there a couple of years ago. I remember him stoving the thing up in the wall, um, coming to the finish. But uh, if you're going to take Larson, I think I'm going to have to go with Hamlin here at plus 250. I, I, I don't think that uh, – well, Mason didn't like your, your, your prediction there. Were you going to no, go? No, I was thinking Hamlin. That was the problem. I was, I was leaning towards him, but I'm trying to debate. You know, how distracted is he with everything going on right now? And then, do I trust Kyle Busch in the ten? Larson just won in that car here earlier this year. That's and then you have the issue of if Kyle doesn't win, this will be the first time in God knows how long. Mind you, he was retired from the series for a while. That he goes winless in an Xfinity season. You know, this is not something that Kyle Bush does. Yeah, but that's something that Ten Car does, I think. You know, you know what though? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the gut here, and, and and I haven't put any money on him in a while. I'm gonna take a Kyle Bush. You give me Kyle Bush at plus five fifty. I can't in any good faith, turn that away. My other thoughts were were a Josh Berry or a Cole Custer. Um, it, 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 it's fitting that you guys both pick those two because I was fully expecting to say Kyle Larson to win plus 180, odds of shit, fully expecting to throw it over to Reagan, and Reagan was going to be like, I was going to take Larson too. Yeah, I'll ride with you. Like, you know, Larson plus 180, and I was going to be like, ah, I'm not taking him. I'm taking Cole Custer to win the race. Um, but, uh, I will, I specifically because of the fact that you guys kept Hamlin and Bush on the card, I will definitely be going with Larson because now, now we all have some heavy hitters. Um, I definitely don't think Cole Custer is going to win the race, but I do like him for, uh, you know, top three run, but he is not, I've made one bet since I've crossed the state line in Massachusetts and, uh, it has not been on Cole Custer, but it has been on the Xfinity series. So, um, yeah, just uh, keep me keep me with the Larson one. Not not any uh, attractive odds at all. And honestly, I think that Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson are gonna get racing, and they're gonna fucking wreck each other. Well, let's let's do this for for just a little bit extra content here, then not for an official pick. If you had to pitch someone outside of those three to for a win, I I I would go a Josh a Josh Berry pick. I think JRM's peaking right now. This is a track that Josh is really good at. He's finished second here. You take away his one start in the Obica car, the glorified starting park. He's got an average finish of 8.75. He should have won that race that you know, him and Aldair got a little chippy. Aldair, I think, if I remember, I got him a black flag for jumping a start, you know, playing restart games. I, I think Barry is an attractive bet at plus 1,500. What do, what do, you, what do you think, Raiden? I was just digging through some notes here. I'm sorry. I, I kind of just spaced out everything you were talking about. But uh, if I had to guess, I think we were talking about Josh Berry. If, if you Is had to correct? pick, if you had to pick a non-cup driver to a win non- this race, who 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 who's an attractive bet to you out of the Xfinity regulars? I'd have to go with either Justin Allgaier or John Hunter Nemechek if I was going to take somebody that wasn't a cup guy to win this race. Those, those are two solid ones. I think that I would go with uh, either Cole Custer or John Hunter Nemechek. And I'll tell you right now that I did already put money on John Hunter Nemechek top three, because the odds on DraftKings I think were a misprint. 
they're not anything that jumps off the, the chart for you, but they're plus 285. And DraftKings for me has always been lower than Caesars or a lot of those other books. Um, and uh, the Caesars had John and Amishak at plus 180 for a top three. So I was like, ah, it's not, you know, it's not really great odds. So I flip over to DraftKings plus 285. I already, already locked that one in for the weekend. Um, so that's going to be my second pick, John and Amishak top three. But I do really like Cole Custer here. Um, he, his his Xfinity Series results at this track, four races, one win, three top fives, four top tens, and an average finish of 3.8. So, hey. They must have I updated mean, him. His name is Jets showing a plus 250 on Caesars right now. Um, if I'm doing top three, I'm, I'm going to shy away from the guys we just talked about. Um. And I'm going to go with a guy who's averaging a 3.8 in his four starts that we just talked about, Cole Custer, plus 500 for top three. That's it just seems too easy. But it's entirely – it's it just seems – it's on brand for him. You know, and we're coming up on the playoffs. We still got, what, one more race for their cutoff? So these teams are going to be looking to build momentum. This is not – a time where Austin Hill has been particularly good. Brandon Jones has flashes of brilliance here at Darlington, but you know that nine team hasn't been on the level they need to be either. Um, the only other guy that I would seriously consider outside of Nemechek, obviously, Ben Strong, is, is Sammy Smith there plus a thousand for a top three. But I'm going to stick with a Cole Custer. At plus five hundred, that just it just seems too tasty to walk past. I'm gonna go with one of the people who I said before. Brad took John Hunter, so I'm gonna go with Justin Allgaier for a top three at plus two ten. Yeah, and I don't I don't hate that. I feel like he was uh he was really good here in the spring. Uh, I think he was actually racing with uh Noah last year in this race for quite a while. So um He's definitely good at this racetrack. Uh, I, I can tell you this he's, now, he's though, that very consistent. Yeah, I, I I think that I'm gonna go with another guy that's very consistent at this racetrack. Three finishes out of four in the top top five. I'm gonna take Cole Custer for a top five plus one ninety. It just doesn't feel right to not have him on the card. I was fully expecting to get on here um, before I you know got halfway through my drive and just picking Cole Custer to win the race outright, but. Uh, it's it's just something I've seen. Kyle Larson is just good in these cars. Um, obviously, one here in the spring, so that's not saying much. But uh, there's been numerous times where he's been racing here and uh, and just racing in the Xfinity Series. I feel like he gets in that 17, he shines. Um, and it's Kyle Larson, so hard to go against him. I wanted to say that it feels like time for a, an off-the-wall top five. It feels like it's time time. But then I looked at the spring truck race, and he finished eighth. So I no longer feel that way. Um, Might be his worst finish of the year. It's it's up there. Ooh, top five is such a you – no, know, you look at the top five from, the, from last year, and you've got two Xfinity regulars and then three – well – Almondinger was still an Infinity Rider. So you had four, four Infinity Riders and then Larson. And, and there were a couple of guys that, that showed up outside, the, you know, in that top 10 
in the stages with, with Herps up there and um and Hill. Even the 26 showed up there, and that was John Hunter. He he ran eighth in stage two. The 19 had a lot of speed last year. So did the 54, so did the 18, the seven and the nine. It, it feels like one of those moments where like a top five bet could become a trap. But at the same time, it, you, the, the guys that are always there seem like the guys you should go with. Yeah, I, I, I played with the plus 500s for the other two. I think I'm going to stay a little conservative. And with a guy that I just said that was very consistent, uh, a Justin Allgaier, plus top five at plus 105. It's It's still plus money. It's not much. But it's honest work. I think that is a good place to wrap up my three pits for Darlington for the Xfinity. I'm gonna right. oh, I'm gonna stick with another JRM car. I'm gonna take Brandon Jones for a top five at plus four hundred. I feel like he's due to have a good run. And the nine team has a good notebook here. I mean, they Noah should. Noah ran up front in this race last year. He was all right here in the spring race. I don't know. Give me Brandon Jones plus 400 for a top five. I don't even think that that's something that you really need to you need to talk yourself into too much. I think Brandon Jones, like I was going to say, all right, like it, it, it's, you know, not we're not going too far off the board here because um, I expected Mason to go you know, shoot for the moon and get, you know, Parker Retzlaff again at a top five. But uh, in he's blacklisted. The, <laughs> the Xfinity series, <laughs> I I could be wrong, and even though let me no, not, I, let me it, not crap on Parker. Parker finished top ten last week, didn't he? In the Xfinity, in the history of the Xfinity series at Darlington, Noah Gregson has the best average finish in the history of the Xfinity series. The second guy is Kyle Larson, and then it's a little drop off to uh, Denny Hamlin. But seven races, two wins, five top tens, seven or uh, no, sorry. Five, five top five, seven top tens, average finish of four. So that nine should be if if there's ever a time for that nine to shine, it should be should be this weekend. Let let me be fair. I just black blacklisted him, but I I picked Red Slav top three last week. He finished seventh. I could have been way further off. No, that's that's actually pretty good. Yeah, and I like Parker. I was just saying, it, it, I'm sure his odds aren't great here. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because because. This guy's been he's been showing up on the metric and he's been showing up in the results. Group D on Caesars has an interesting little pairing here. Chandler Smith is the favorite at plus 150, and then you got three guys at plus 270. Chastain, Hemrick, and the guy I'm referring to that's always he stays around that P4 on the metric, and he's been getting some top fives. Parker Kligerman, all at plus 270. Who would you pick out of those four with? Chandler Parker, Daniel, and Ross. I I almost think Kligerman is the pick. Yeah, I, I think uh, no. <laughs> we'll you, I, I think you're like I'd I probably take Chandler if I was going to take any of them. I'd probably take Chandler, and even then, I don't think he's going to do anything. The 16 did finish third with Almondier last year. That's an interesting set with those four guys. Yeah, I I think that uh, it's a Chandler Smith or bust for that one, but that's uh I I don't trust any of those other guys. I've been on Daniel Hemrick too much. 
Uh, moving on yeah, to the yeah. cup series. <laughs> yeah, so so just to reiterate, I got uh who do I got to win? I got Kyle Larson to win, chalk. Uh, I got John Ernie and Jack top three, and I got uh Cole Custer, sorry, for uh a top five. I feel good about it. I have Denny Hamlin to win at plus two fifty. Uh plus two fifty, God. Um Justin Allgaier for a top three at plus two ten, and Brandon Jones for a top five at plus four hundred. And I've got Kyle Bush at a plus 550 to win. Cole Custer at plus 500 for a top three. And Allgaier for a top five at plus 105. Who did you have I for hope top that... five, Brad? I forgot. Custer. Custer. Plus 190. I hope your only bet that hits in this whole race is Justin Allgaier top five. I would just feel just like <laughs> the way the way Brad feels about Parker is the way I feel about Allgaier. It's just, uh, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like every every time the rumors pop up this week, oh, you know, Allgaier might be going to the thirty-one. Why? Why? Yeah, hey, I mean, Chris Rice did say he was going to shock the world on JRM. It's the, the shock master. Yeah, yeah, it's going to end up being fucking Steve, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Yes. All right. Cup For series. The Southern five million. Yeah, so the Cup Series, obviously, also at Darlington. Uh, Notables, uh, driving the uh, no-number, no-team car, Carson Hosevar, and uh, the 51 is going to be Ryan Newman. Uh, this past weekend at Daytona, Christopher Bell – or, no, sorry, Chris Busher. Christopher Busher picked up the win over Brad Keselowski, Eric Almirola, Chase Elliott, and Joey Logano. Uh, Darlington 2022, Eric Jones picked up the win over Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, Joey Logano, and Christopher Bell. Uh, average running position throughout that race. Kyle Busch had a four. William Byron and Denny Hamlin had a five. Christopher Bell had a six. Eric Jones and Joy Logano had a seven. Uh, Tyler Reddick and Martin Truex Jr. had an eight. And Blaney had a nine. Fastest laps in that one. Ross Chastain led the way with 49. Truex had 46. Kyle Busch had 35. Joy Logano had 25. Bill Byron had 24. Uh, Kyle Busch absolutely dominated. 155 laps led. Joey Logano, 64 of them. Bill Byron, 50. Truex, 48. Eric Jones, uh, 23. And in the Masons metric, top 10, Joey Logano, 7.5. Brad Kozlowski, 7.6. Bill Byron, 8.5. Alex Bowman, 11.7. Chris Bell, 11.7. Christopher Busher, 11.8. Bubba Wallace, 11.9. Michael McDowell, 12.7. Denny Hammond, 12.4. And Eric Almer with 13.9. Anyone already feel good about a uh, feel good about a cup guy? Or, uh, what, do we, what do we got? I, I would invent what... real oh. quick. Fuck the Fords for not doing what they should have done and pushing Almerola to win. Knocking the 23 out of the playoffs. Knocking the 9 out of the owner's playoffs. They missed the boat hard there and cost me a win. That's my rage. So sorry, sorry that happened to you. Yeah, no one, no one <laughs> likes Eric. <laughs> yeah. Um, with that being said, I'm gonna take William Byron to win at plus eight fifty. Guy has been on fire all year. One here early in the year. We're running it back. Plus eight fifty. Uh, I gotta say, I was very, very upset to see that Martin Truex Jr. Uh, was the favorite to win this race. 
I've been to Darlington in the past. Drew Rex dominated. I felt good about him. I thought I was going to get him at a little bit of a little little lower odds than normal, um, just because he, he hasn't had a, la- a great last couple uh, weeks. Um, and you know, you go into this one, he's plus five hundred to win. That's not even really worth it to me. Um, I will say though, he has the best average finish of any driver in this regular season. Um, that just obviously wrapped up eleven point four. Chris Buescher, 12.2, Denny Hamlin, 12.3, Bill Byron, 12.8, and Chase Elliott, 13.2. But uh, so that was a bummer. I had to look at the, uh, you know, one of the next best guys. um, And I'm going to go Denny Hamlin. Um, Obviously running the the Bush race on Saturday, not too far down the list. DraftKings has him at plus 800. But, uh, you know, a guy that uh, finished second last year and, and, uh, you know, probably should have won the race. Um, Denny Hamlin, give me, uh, give me Hamlin for the win. Yeah, I'm gonna take the hot hand. This guy's already a champion. Ryan Newton. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> not taking. Um, I, I was just kind of looking back at the top five from the spring. Harvard was up there. Chase, Brad, and Bubba, Harrison, Burton. Eh. It's it's weird to me when I wrote down the metric this morning. Seeing Logano and, and Brad K one two, like I was like, are, are they both back at Penske together again? Like, is this 2019? What's going on? But I don't hate Brad Keselowski in this moment. This is this is kind of a pivotal moment for that team having two cars in the in the playoffs, and Brad's kind of spearheading everything. But, hmm. I think you know I've kind of I kind of played it a little safer on the Xfinity side. I think it's time for a swing, and we'll swing with the fours. Give me a Brad Keselowski win at plus sixteen hundred. This, this race always feels like it has one of those off the wall Eric Jones style winners. It, it really does, and I honestly was going into this week uh, preparing to bet on someone that wasn't even in the playoffs because I feel like that's just how this shit shakes out is somehow someone will go out there and it'll be like, oh, you know, if you would have done that last week, you would have made the playoffs, but like somehow, some way, you know, fucking uh, Alex Bowman's going to go out there and win the race or something. But uh, no, I, I I do love the Brad Keselowski pick. Uh, I did have this stat since 2020. Uh, Kevin Harvick has the best average finish of uh, 6.9. Come nice. on, you got it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There it is. There That's, it yeah, is. somebody I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Denny Hamlin had a 7.5, Joey Logano 8.9, Tyler Reddick 12.5, and Brad Keselowski 13.0, which that might not sound like a lot, right? But that obviously means that he finished really well here and finished not so well here. But uh, I feel like, you know, in those Roush cars, he's that, that means that he was halfway decent last year because they raced there twice. And they only raced their ones in a couple previous races. So, um, you know, and obviously they didn't have their stuff up to where they, where they do this year. So um, I will be taking Brad K, but it's a little bit further down. I will be going with, uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick for uh, a, a top three plus 450. And uh, I was, I was, inter- I was interchanging these. So Harvick and Brad K have the exact same odds. I believe it was on DraftKings. Um Maybe no, maybe it was Caesars. I don't know. But so basically Harvick and Kozlowski were, were plus four fifty for a top three and they were both plus one eighty for a top five. So I can just finish mine off right now because I just 
swap them around. Harvick top three plus four fifty. Brad K top five plus one eighty. Um, I would love to see Brad Kozlowski win this race. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, but hopefully it does for Mason and myself because I have him on my slip now. So Harvick and uh, Kozlowski both uh, round out my picks. I'm not even taking a top 10 this week because last time I did, my guy almost died. Thanks to my top five pick. Should have added that in. Yeah, you bring you brought up a point that I forgot about, about you know the non-playoff winner. Jones being that last year, I didn't look, I meant to look back further and see how many times that happened. But like, you've got some, you looked third and fourth on the metric or two guys that aren't in the playoffs that there's no reason to think they can't win in Byron, or not Byron, fourth in the metric, Bowman and wherever the heck Elliott fell. Bowman and Elliott are both two guys that could, could win a, a Southern 500 and they're not playoff guys. So they wouldn't be a bad look. Um, but the back for, for top three for me, I think I'm gonna go old school bet, you know, you know, and look at my top five in the metric. I'm actually torn. I was gonna say do a do a William Byron bet to play off Reagan, but I'm torn between Byron and I'm torn between him and Bell. And they're pretty close on the odds. I think I'll go. Uh, Bell, Bell, Bell screwed us at Richmond, and he hasn't really been him. But he, man, I would take Byron for a top three at plus two twenty five, because I feel like he's he's got the state the stability, and I'll go Bell on the top five at plus 170. And because and, I think he'll finish either fifth or he'll finish sixth and have me cussing at him. All right. And I'm going to do a top 10. I'll do that in a minute. Yeah. For my top three, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to take my Xfinity winner, Denny Hamlin for a top three at plus 200. And for a top five, I'm going to take Chris Busher for a top five at plus 200 as well. And I am not sure about a top 10. I was looking at them, and the only people that I really like to try to put a top 10 bet on are both even money right now, being Bubba Wallace and Eric Jones. And I don't know how confident I am in an Eric Jones top 10 or a Bubba Wallace top 10 right now, so I'm just going to pass on both for the moment. Side um, note, said, sorry, sorry, I'm cracking up over here. I do this every year. I feel like such an asshole, but I lived with my uncle and uh, two years ago, three years ago, and they, my uncle added me to this fantasy football league, right, with all of his buddies. They're all like 40 years old, and every year I get the notifications the draft starts, and I just go in there and queue up Josh Allen in the first round, and then like typically I have like a couple picks close by, and I'll just like move all players around and just set my queue. And I'll have like a pretty solid lineup. I will never set it. And I just feel like I, I just right now I just queued. I think I'm picking five. Queued Travis Kelsey. I think that he might get taken. So I queued Josh Allen and then Stefan Diggs for my two picks in case that that it doesn't happen. I got uh, Calvin Ridley coming to me. <laughs> just Jameer Gibbs. It's uh, God, it brings me so much joy to just ruin everyone's night. Um, Mason, what were you going to say? <laughs> There's nothing better than picking out of order in a fantasy football draft. Either. Oh, my God. Yeah, give me a kick in a third run. I don't yeah. give a shit. Take a defense round five. It's fine. 
I, Gotta get San Francisco, you know. Take well, the for, steel, take the first, steel card. Fuck you for that. Like, oh, they're like forty. I am closer to forty than I am thirty. <laughs> um, I feel like the top ten this week is is gonna have it's it's gonna have a surpriser. You know, Harrison Burton got a top ten in the spring. I don't know how. Everyone else died. They must have. Jones must have uh, treated everybody like Ryan Priest. Mm. But I think I'm torn between two people for this, and, I, and for two different reasons. The first is Michael McDowell at a plus 300. He, he's coming into his first – it's got to be his first playoff. The guy's got to be motivated by everyone saying he's going to be one of the first out. You know, everybody's just writing my guy off. And, and he's even Jesus. I'm done. He does have Jesus. Then I look two spots down in the order. And also, I before I mentioned my other guy, I do like to chase Briscoe. He's running a late model on Friday night. I think that might help him a tick. Not enough to trust him, but at plus 800 for a top 10, I, I don't know, that seems criminal for a guy like Briscoe. But I do also like... Carson host of our top 10 in the 42 at 550 plus 550. I feel like he could sneak in there in ninth or 10th. He, he got a top 10 in the Xfinity car in the spring. Um, and I think his first Xfinity start. So to think that he could maybe just get up there, play some strategy and squeeze out a top 10 isn't crazy. But I think I'm going to ride with the playoff guy making a push. So give me Michael McDowell for a top 10 at plus 300. After all that rambling, you settled on Michael McDowell. First of all, look, we are in the content business. (laughs) You can just say, oh, here's a name. You know, I have to give reasons and debate and logic. We're giving the people information here. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to take this guy. This is what his odds are. For their black flood podcast uh patreon picks yeah maybe two well i hope whoever takes my picks definitely still has a solid score because my guys always end up finishing third fourth second like whatever i I pick just take it for a top three and it's always a lock (laughs) I, i don't understand we get like a lot of downloads for absolutely zero interaction on social media we, yeah, we need some interaction. Like we get like to drum that up. I think the like, most recent comment was like my brother, and I don't think he even listens. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Like not even like a. It, I, I've been trying to end it with the who are you taking this weekend, and there's like nothing. And I'm like, dude, you, you could just there has to be someone out there listening that just is like, oh, I'd like Ty Gibbs this weekend. Or at least someone yeah. would be like, ah, oh, you know, Reagan's a fucking knob. He doesn't know what he's yeah, talking Reagan about. Reagan has no clue. He's I the reason Dwyer would lost. Yeah, see, you I'm the reason why him. we came out of the pits first, pal. I'll tell you what. We had a wicked good pit stop at the Oxford 250 this past weekend. Came in like eighth, came out with the lead. Doesn't get any better than that. It it, it sure doesn't. It would have if you didn't get skunked on uh, BFP picks. but Yeah, you'll, you'll get that sometimes. You will, in fact, have that on the bigger jobs. Yeah, if I feel, I probably would have won our picks if I didn't take Eddie Mac. If I didn't B- take Bubba Brad- Pollard, 
because I, I Brad had... had Eddie Mack in every single pool, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this guy from Brad and look at what that did for me. It, it allowed in, me in to our, win one draft, race pool. In our snake draft, if I hadn't, if I didn't take Bubba, I had Trevor Sanborn in eighth. No one else was even looking his way. And Cole. Yeah. Cole, Cole had an okay day. In the Rainville pool the uh, that I got third place in, I had one, two, three, four, and I had Jeff Taylor, who was running about ninth, and then they all wrecked into turn three. Like he got caught up in that wreck that took out Bubba and all them, and he ended up finishing like I don't know, j- like just inside the top twenty, I think. But like, if he would have finished up there where he was, I probably would have won the whole thing. Yeah, we did. So um, yeah, could have, would have, should have. <laughs> Back to uh, the Darlington picks. Uh, did you did you ever come up with a top ten, Reagan, or are you just gonna fade that? I'm I'm fading the top tens. Like the only ones that I really wanted would just be even money. So there's not really any point in putting that on there. So if I do yeah. take them, I'll just bet it. But it's not worth putting it on the card to just lose a hundred bucks if it don't hit. So we each picked a different manufacturer to win. Ford is. The heavy underdog at plus three seventy five, and the Toyota and Chevrolet are both plus one thirty. Do y'all think any of those are worth? I mean, I think a Ford to win a plus three seventy five is worth our, our any listeners throwing about five or ten bucks at to make some of their money back. Yeah, you get a you get a heavy crop of guys that are uh, typically good here. Joe Logano and and uh, Ryan Blaney are not anything to to sneeze at. Obviously the RFK car has been on an absolute roll and, and Kevin Harvick has the nicest average finish ever uh, of a 6.9 since 2020. So he's going to be up there. He'll probably finish in the top five and I took him for a top three. So um, he's plus 180 for a top five. If anyone wants to put five bucks on that as well. But I, I like the Ford. I like the Ford to win. I I, I don't know that uh, I don't know that I like it enough to put money on, but if I'm a listener out there just listening just for their shits and giggles trying to pass some time and have five bucks in my bank account, I definitely would throw it on there. Probably if anything else of note for us to talk about. Um I will say that even the Martin Truex Jr. plus five hundred, like yeah, the odds suck, but I was thinking the reason why before I even checked the odds I had him like so like penciled in as such a heavy favorite was that uh, he's he's really good here. It, the numbers don't show it recently because uh, they had such a bad year last year, and he still led laps, which I didn't even realize. I thought that he was just a non the whole time. But I feel like that team was just on an absolute mission and kind of not fell off a cliff, but fell down in, in performance the last few weeks. But I think that they kind of just were the first ones that were really able to kind of you know get geared up for the playoffs because they had such a just a ridiculous run. Um, and you see that happen, you know, the, the guy that wins what is it, Talladega to open up the, the last, uh, the, the, the round of eight or whatever, like you get locked into Phoenix and it's just like that guy, like is, you know, he's fully Phoenix. Like he's, he's just on a mission just to get there. So they, uh, that team just kind of focuses on one track. And I, I think that's, that might happen this weekend with, uh, with Truex. He, he might as well, go, he might go out there and dick stomp him, but uh, I do feel pretty good about, uh, Denny Hamlin. I mean, even Kyle Larson, um, William Byron, you know, those guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if, if if you're out there just trying to put a little bit of stake on the race, you're going to be watching anyways. It's a good one to watch. Harvick, Brad Kay, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Busher won the last 32 races. Like, that's not a bad one at all. Something just but, caught my eye that, that, that has an interesting 
ranking system here, the the winning team. First of all, Rick Ware Racing is plus forty five thousand above the Wood Brothers at plus seventy five thousand. Which don't get me wrong, neither of them are winning. That's just to me kind of funny. Shows where the Wood Brothers have gotten. Um, RFK has elevated to a point where they are a plus 750. They're ahead of Team Penske at plus 900. Richard Childress at plus 1100. And Stuart Haas at plus 1500. Wow. That's, I mean, that's good for RFK. Um, makes me, you only I'm curious about that Stuart Haas because you get four cars at a plus 1500. That's not terrible. Um, Childress at plus 11, giving you two drivers with, let's face it, like Kyle Busch is good in these races and, and can win. And Austin Dillon is good about ruining races with long tradition by winning them. I don't think he's won a Southern 500 yet, so I'm sure that's on his kill list. Mm. You know, like the, the Grim Reaper going door to door. He's got a 500. He's got um, a coach that's under maybe a, a Southern 500's nest on his list. The and then tarnish. Bristol Dirt. Yeah. The long, the long running Bristol dart race, um, and then twenty three eleven at plus seven hundred, like because it's it's Joe Gibbs' favorite to plus one seventy, Hendrick to plus two twenty, and then everyone else is plus seven hundred or worse. That's, I mean, that's an interesting set of bets there. Uh, if you if you like getting multiple drivers for your money, yeah, I don't hate it. I, I think that if I was going to go with any of those guys, I think for the crop that you get, I think that Hendrick would probably be the one to go with. I think that. Larson, um, Byron, or Elliott could go out there and, and just kind of kind of dominate the race. Um, you, you know, I, I remember very vividly being a Chase Elliott fan a couple of years ago when Kyle Busch cleared himself high and uh, clipped Chase Elliott and almost killed him, and then obviously Chase flipped him off. Uh, Chase was going to win that race. That was at Darlington, and uh, this year might be the year. But uh, on my slip, it's not. My winner, I got Denny Hamlin, plus 800 on DraftKings. I got Kevin Harvick for a top three, plus 450. Brad K for a top five plus one eighty, and that is it. I've got William Byron at plus eight fifty to win. Denny Hamlin for a top three at plus two hundred, and Chris Busher for a top five at plus two hundred. And then I've got uh, that was a terrible onside kick. Um, I've got Brad Keselowski for the win at plus sixteen hundred. Big Bill Byron for a top three at plus 225. Christopher Bell for a top five at plus 170. And Racing with Jesus, Michael McDowell, top 10 at plus 300. Doing it for Morgan Shepard. Doing it for Dale. Or, or you Rusty, if, if you're Ryan Priest. But uh, Reagan, it's been, I feel like this has been – we've exhausted this. we got our picks. We've walked them in. But where are we going to be seeing these people? Thank you all for listening, first and foremost. Also, interact on the social medias. Please. Um, just, so that we, just so that we know that we're not just talking to no one because I do see that between, like, 700 and 800 people listen to this, and that's in, like, a three-day span. So I don't really understand how zero of you interact. But uh, just, hey, just tell Reagan that he – is an idiot or something. I don't know. Yeah, anything. Let me know how bad all my picks are. Bradley's yeah. got to replenish the beer fund so he can, you know, stagger out of the camper and shotgun another beer while not knowing what he's doing. Exactly, exactly. Mason, uh, you weren't even there, so you can't talk. But uh, I, I had my fill Friday. <laughs> yeah. Feeding a lobster beer. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. We will. Uh, playbook. 
and we will see you guys at the cash counter.